everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horse-powerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose and on our journey today. Halo's got some co-op and some games are coming to Game Pass. And I want to know what you guys think about it. So leave a comment below and jump on into the Xbox Drive. Greater than X. Ryan Turfer, the man on the moose. I'm so glad to be talking to you today, man. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, the weather is, you know, a little bit partially cloudy outside. It's raining a little bit. But you know what, Sean? You know, I can't it can't rain all the time as as one uh, person from the, the, the movie The Crow said once in a song, you know, it can't rain all the time. That's a 1994 movie reference. Look at you with the 90s references. All right. The Crow, by the way, very good movie. I really like Very that. sweet. I'm realizing I've got um I've got a sweaty shirt hanging on my on my door handle right the back there for people who are yeah. wondering. You yeah. don't want to zoom in just a smidge. So it just cuts it out. Sean. Just uh, well, I could probably just like kind of kick it off the door handle. I kind of want to show you. <laughs> I can't get it. I, I tried to get it. It's over. It. You know, you tried it. You tried it once and you can't get it. So I just pulled a hamstring trying to reach for it. <laughs> God world. I got my Diet Coke, man. Everything is good. McDonald's yeah, Canada. Did you, mm-hmm. did you and the family have a, a fun and safe Canada Day weekend, Sean? No, no. The weekend no? wasn't. No, it wasn't I'm fun sorry. at all, man. No, not even a little bit. Sean never stays by the mic. Hey, y'all. Hey, yeah, I've never. It sounds hilarious to me. I don't know if I'm just being obnoxious about that sort of thing, but I, I find it hilarious when when people move away from the mic to go grab something like you did it. On a podcast recently, you were grabbing some it's props true. and whatnot. You're you're actually more of a prop master than I am, I think. Well, I, th- I think it's just the nature of me just having a smaller room uh, for being able to easily access prop different props. Available it's true. Just like I have, you know, with this book, <laughs> for some reason, just sitting on, Dude, on my desk. Grab with me. My- I, I didn't even need to I didn't even need to say it because it's sitting right here. My, my copy of Scott Pogram gets it together, which we're we're going to be talking about this book soon, Sean. Like, so I, I had this just on my desk because we're going to talk about this. Yes. Yes. Right. We have Scott different Pilgrim covers because, again, you've got uh, you've got Wallace on yours and I've got Ramona and Scott on mine. Oh, that's weird. Usually they're yeah, sort of like versions of each other. Usually they're similar because Envy was on the cover of, of both of them last month. But, what a yeah. what a oh I just I'm so enjoying I, this oh my god I don't want spoilers what am I yeah, what am we, I opening we this had book to save for? that for the for the geek out show little, the geek little out teaser. of course on patreon.com slash carpool gaming as indeed, well indeed indeed what are we even doing here man <laughs> I don't <laughs> know let's, let's just jump into the Xbox drive and actually talk about Xbox but before okay. we do that of course oh, yeah. folks if you want to support the show there's a number of awesome ways to do that number one if you're watching the live stream right now on youtube.com slash carpool gaming don't forget that like button subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already and ding 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 Ring that bell to be notified whenever we go live with any of our new videos or whenever we go with a live stream like this one. And also let us know in the comments below what you think about some of the topics we're talking about today, like Halo, like Game Pass News. We might even talk about Lollipop Chainsaw later. I know Donnie will comment about that at least. So we got that going on. Also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to rate us if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget to leave us a Apple podcast review. And as well, don't forget to subscribe there as well. Also, if you want the show or any of our exclusive content a little bit early, hand over to Patreon, patreon.com slash carpool gaming. It's how you do that. Throw a little tip in the old tip jar and outcomes content. I know, Sean, you wrote a recorded new episode of of uh, the console war room last night with Joseph, right? You know, that is exactly what should have happened, except I got to throw throw a little shade. He forgot. 
Oh no! I think he was playing. I think he was playing Sea of Thieves. So, but you know what? And I'm glad that you brought it up because it's just as well that we didn't record last night because this morning, God of War news got announced. There was a whole thing with uh, Nintendo and their whole their new OLED. I can't wait to talk about that with Kato on the Nintendo Drive next week because goodness gracious, there's some opinions flying around about that. But you're right. Console War Room, me and Badbit. It's available on both Patreons, which I think is really cool. You can get it on our Patreon or you can get it on theirs. Very cool. And uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll fight like like we actually don't like each other, but I'm yeah. actually trying to convince them to move to Canada. <laughs> At some point, we're going to make it happen. But then right. last but not least, if you want an Xbox Drive shirt, just like Sean's or any other Carpool Gaming merch, hand over to our merch store, bit.ly slash CPG merch is how you do that. We have uh, merch for all the different shows as well as just if you want a nice bobby shirt you can get one of those as well because we got cool stuff over there but anyways let's grab our eight tracks pop them in it is time for the playlist we're probably gonna keep this one short sean because what we talked about a lot of games last week but i know i liked it i didn't play much so tell me what you played played i played gap. cuphead i played one level of cuphead <laughs> uh <laughs> the delicious last course which i don't remember who pointed this out but the acronym delicious last course is dlc ryan yeah, I don't know if like all DLC should be this. They should be titled with words. Just that like go how, DLC. you know, 3DS games or DS games would have like uh, the, their titles would be like an acronym with like starting with D and then S like Resident Evil Deadly Silence. What? That's a thing. That's a real thing. That's a real game. Oh, that OK, on, on OK, OK. Um, yeah. Real quick on Cuphead. Cuphead is a gorgeous, absolute masterpiece that is way too hard for me, man. I spent an obsessive amount of time on one stage, which is kind of your traditional three stage boss. And everybody, I think, has seen the clip on Twitter at this point where I finally thought that I beat the guy. I got a little knockout sign, which having now completed it, I realized that the knockout is a fake out. It's a it, it doesn't look like the, the the usual knockout screen that you would see. So it fools you. You think you're done. You think you're finished because you've been at this long <laughs> enough. Of course, this is the end. But a stupid little snail pops up and starts to shoot at you. And and, and the he's that the I shared, real boss. Sean. He is the real boss. And you know what? Like, this is just I have so much appreciation, even though it totally trolled me. Uh, that snail shows up at the very beginning. It kind of like gives you a wave. So it gives you it doesn't come out of nowhere, but <laughs> mostly comes out of nowhere. And or you're just not expecting to just die instantly at the victories. I just thought I was done. I just like the knockout was there. Let's all like then I got my mug man kind of just sitting there in his little in his little thing. And I actually think that I just put the controller down and just sighed. I think I was just like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so like, unfortunately, I wasn't streaming or anything like that. So you couldn't really see what I was doing. But I was also glad to know that I'm not the only one who had this exact same experience with this boss. Um, yeah, but just I saw a couple people tweet about that. Ains definitely was there. Season game. Yeah, like it. It's such a beautiful game. I might have to try. You know what? Now that I talked this through, Ryan, because right before we started going live, I was like, I think I might be done with this. But there is a simple mode that I probably should give a try because I do have a yeah. huge appreciation for this. Shout out to the Canadian team, uh, Studio MDHR, for making this. Um, but I was a little bit discouraged because right after finally beating that, which, by the way, took me, I, need, I think, another 45 minutes after that one, that first defeat. It took oh me another gosh. 45 minutes to actually beat it. Just try after try after try. Um, but I, the next stage that I went to was like a flying one where you're in, a, you're in an airplane. And I think those are even more difficult. So a little bit tricky. I, like I said, I might go back on simple mode to give this another try. That's, a, that's actually a really good way to do it. I know that when it came out, that's something we actually talked about because we, 
um, reviewed it over on the Game Moose podcast back back when the original Cuphead came out. And I remember that was a big thing that came up um, in our discussion where it was like, it just seemed like um, the game was so difficult, but it's such a beautiful game and a fun mm-hmm. game to play that you don't want to miss it. So totally. it's the type of game where it's totally reasonable to play it on simple mode, I think. Just, yeah. to, just to experience the whole thing and, and experience it for yourself. And then as you get better, if you f- feel more confident, you can then go back and play the normal mode and then you'll probably be, be- much better at the game now that you kind of know the patterns of some of the bosses through the simple mode. It's not even like repeatable patterns either. Like they kind of switch things up on you a little bit. And where I really think I need simple mode is I feel like I have to be perfect in order to beat it. Like the screen that the, the clip that I shared with everybody was me at maximum health at that last stage, which meant that I went through the first two phases untouched, completely perfect. It didn't get any better than that. And so I had spent so much time with it. Uh, at the end that I didn't want to move on to the next stage. I actually just wanted to get a better grade at the end. Cause of course it says like, you know, how many, how much life do you have left and how fast did you do it? And all these other factors, you get a, you get a school grade, you get an A, B, C or D. So my first one was like a C minus or something. So I clearly wasn't happy with that. And I had realized I've gone through two thirds of this, this thing, absolutely perfect. And I still want to <laughs> tweak a little bit at that. I'm not quite ready to walk away from it except for one very important thing, Ryan. Totally What's unexpected for you. I didn't even tell you about this. I did a I did another tournament bracket. Oh no! It's I, happening again. I, I, I completed. I I listed sixty four games that are that are high candidates for me to complete. And um, the, at the very end, it all. I should actually publish this because it's very interesting. In some cases, I, was I didn't say, know when, when. Where was our vote? Where was our ability to vote? There on was this? no what time. Happened? There was no time. I just decided this is. It, it seems to be a pretty good like decision mechanism. For <laughs> right. I don't know what the hell's the matter with me. Um, so I load up this thing with 64 games that I genuinely like to play any one of these. They all get paired up in a March Madness style tournament bracket for anybody who's new to the to the community or whatever. Um, and for uh, it, the thing, the system randomly pairs them up. And for some, I know, yeah, I definitely want to play this game or this game. Uh, in some cases, I, I didn't really know. And I had a Google flip the coin thing. Uh, on another mm. screen. So I just like Google decide a lot of these things. And in the end, it was Gears 4 up against Crackdown 3. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Very end. This beat, this beat Uncharted. It beat Fire Emblem Three Houses. It beat like Metroid boss mode, like all these different things. Um, I don't know why I need 64 Kato in the chat. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but anyways, K- uh, Gears 4 versus Crackdown 3. I couldn't decide. So I flipped the coin. And Gears 4 is what I'm playing right now, man. I even played some this morning. I tried to, I looked through my achievements to see what, what achievements do I need. And I need to beat the game on insane. Ryan, have you ever played Gears of War on insane mode? Yes, it's very, very difficult. Speaking it's, of, one might say it's insane. It is absolutely insane. I played for an hour and a half and I haven't even got through the prologue. So nuts <laughs> to that. God. We're going back down to casual. I just want to play this game. But Gears 4 is gorgeous, man. It is absolutely incredible. And I'm really looking forward to replaying this game. I don't think that I really loved it back when it first came out because it was such a different kind of experience from Gears 3 with the new characters and the future and all this other stuff. (laughs) So I'm excited to go back, play with all the X enhancements, and that's kind of where I'm at with that, dude. Plus, you're just ready to save the tomatoes all over again. Oh, come on. My tomatoes. Well, Uh, last thing, speaking of... Oh, do you want to... Sorry, 
I was just going to say, it could have been worse on. You could have actually ended up with, with crackdown three, which is a, which is a game and a half. Could be just fun. I'm just not, I'm, I'm, it was there for a reason. Like I didn't flip the coin I mean, it's, the it's entire there time. It's for dumb fun. Exactly. But, uh, but beyond anything beyond that, you're, you're not having a good time. But anyways, fin- finish with your last. Well, thing. my third game is actually related to, to the tomatoes because it has to do with vegetation, Ryan. You may have of seen this. For some reason, I fired up Lawnmower Simulator, available on Game Pass. Of course. <laughs> apparently that day I hadn't done enough yard work. I had to play the video game, which actually tells you it estimates estimates how much time it's going to take you to do the job. Which to me, like I, I looked at that and went, like, okay, so I I'm gonna be just sitting not really thinking about anything going around for 15, 20 minutes at a time in this game. Yeah. And that's basically it, dude. You sit on a lawnmower <laughs> of your choosing. Do you want to mulch the, the, the clippings? Do you want to bag them? Do you want to have them shoot out the side? Like, what do you want, man? You got to choose. Don't do too much damage to that yard. Cause you'll get ding, ding, ding on the fines. And what a game, what a game you can, you can start to hire people and stuff, dude. Very relaxing. The opposite what a time of time to end. be alive with that game. I mean, I, I think that's the perfect type of game for someone like me who lives in an apartment, Sean, because I don't I don't have the glory of being able to mow my own lawn because I don't have a lawn. I think so it's good to go learn, wanted, go learn like the options out there. What kind of equipment do you need? What kind of trimmer, Ryan? What, what do you prefer? Definitely. Yeah, it's, so just, it's weird. just like, you know, when I play a game like Gran Turismo, because I don't drive, but I get to learn so much about cars. That's right. Playing Gran Turismo. That's right. She's learning about lawnmowers from lawn. Boring simulator <laughs> available right now on game pass Go on game pass yeah i've got four achievements on that that's probably going to be it for me until it yeah until it comes back up as the winner on my next tournament bracket of course it will well Man. as for me honestly my list is short because i haven't really been playing xbox this week my xbox has been pretty much staying silent it's been my moving watching machine this week you know because i've been i've been watching you know a bunch of horror movies and stuff like that because i just that's just who i am um but as far as games are concerned i did replay the quarry this week because i wanted to see the the playthrough of killing murdering everybody so because i hadn't played that yet so i did that this time around really enjoyed that um and it was actually uh shorter to play through the the for the third time now murdering everyone because that because you know the game just becomes progressively shorter the more and more characters you lose so um i really enjoyed going back to that of course i, I have a full review of it so you don't need to be talk about more here and just need to fire emblem warriors three hopes um i was bouncing between this and ai the somnium files nirvana initiative but mm. I, I decided to buckle down and play one or the other at this point because um I, I as i've mentioned on previous shows before i i typically like to focus on one game at a time and not have not bounce between too many things um and especially too many narrative things um like these two so um i wanted to play through fire emblem warriors three hopes i'm not finished but i'm almost done i'm at the the very end of the black eagles campaign um and really been enjoying that as well i'm also playing overwatch 2's beta damn which i can't talk about yet really but i can say i've been playing it um so well we'll be able to talk about that in the future Mm. Um, but i will acknowledge that we'll talk about it a later date i have been playing it nice well i want to extend the invite to you and anybody listening if you see me playing gears 4 jump in i mean play on casual man i'm not gonna be messing around with that but that would be fun to to shoot some stuff with people so so there you go yeah exactly well Let's slam the brakes on this conversation, Sean, because it's time for some breaking news. And I was a little bit worried a couple days ago that there would be nothing for us to talk about. <laughs> there's so much stuff here. Nice. On this list. But but I don't know if we're going to have time to go through everything, but there's lots of stuff to talk about. Starting with Halo Infinite's co-op campaign beta. 
It arrives next week, starting on July 11th and runs until July 22nd. It's open to anyone who actually owns Halo Infinite's campaign or subscribes to Game Pass. Um, the, like you just have to have the campaign access in some way in order to access this beta. But everyone's open to this. Um, to sign up, you just need to opt in to the beta program over on Halo Waypoint's website, which if you did during the previous uh, Halo uh, Infinite Beta, like the, the the original one when it came out, then you won't need to do this again. You're already opted in at this point. You just need to um, go to the Xbox Insider website and the, or sorry, the Xbox Insider app on your console um, when the test flights on July 11th and then the Halo Infinite Co-op Beta will be right there to download and play. So I'm actually thinking about jumping back into Halo next week, Sean, maybe so we can maybe so we can talk about it, but also just I'm really interested to see what the campaign's going to play like yeah. in co-op. Um, but what about you, man? Are you excited to jump back into this at all? I am excited to see it. I need to like kind of parse this out a little bit because I am excited that this is a thing. We, that means that we're getting that much closer to it being like real. I'm a little torn because I don't think that any of the access or any of the uh, progress here carries on over into your main game. I don't think that there's any achievements really related to this. So I, for some reason, I seem to be back on achievement hunting man like that yeah. seems to be kind of like top of mind for me um but to your point like i would like to at least discover what it's like and maybe talk about it a little bit on the show i don't know that it means like an entire playthrough but like maybe a session or two or something like that and 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 see yeah. how it goes but yeah no, I that's hope- what i was thinking too for yeah. the same reason like I, I, at this point because we don't get the progress carry over it's not the full thing here anyway it's like i at least want to try it out and see what the experience is like and if it's fun and if it's worth putting time into um, when it actually releases next month. Um, but I do like that they're doing this beta for it yeah. um, and that it's open to everyone. So I definitely want to try it out for at least at least a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on. As of October 1st, they sent out an email about this apparently, but Games with Gold will no longer include Xbox 360 titles in every monthly drop. In Good. an email sent to subscribers earlier this week, Microsoft stated this is due to a limit being reached for games that they can license for games with gold because they've they've given away, I think, all of them, three quarters of the Xbox 360 library at some point, like everything, almost everything on back and pad has been given away at some point, except for like the last batch of ga- uh, back and pad games like 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, for example. Oh, it's not one of bring it, games, bring sure. it back, man. Bring it back. Is that um, something that they said or is that something that you just know because you're smart? I just I just know that 50 cent blood in the sand hasn't. Come no, back the, the, the percentage, like the, like the three quarters, like, is that a real is that close to? Oh, really? I looked into it. They didn't say that, but I researched that. I feel like I they mean, should it, have said that. Yeah, they should have. It's it's almost the entire back and pat library. It's yeah. Kind of ridiculous. That, and almost every original Xbox game, too, has been games with gold at some point. too. That's crazy, man. Like that, that that's how you like. Come on, man. How do you we, we, we could do this messaging for them? You know what I'm saying? We could actually do like if you're going to have a bad news bears kind of kind of message, like what else are you going to like pretty that up with? Either you can look forward to like newer games coming from Xbox One, which I think is kind of what they alluded to. Or like just so you know, like this is the culmination of this program. To your point, 75 percent of the games that we could have given have been given away at some point. Like I think that that's something to celebrate. And that's a big deal. And I'm trying to remember, man, talk about like fuzzy memory. Who did it first? Was was Games with Gold first or was actually was it PlayStation Plus that was given away free games? It was PlayStation it was, Plus, I believe. Yeah. Because that was that was all that PlayStation Plus was at the beginning. Was just Oh, the that's right. And nothing else. Oh, that's it was, awesome. It wasn't multiplayer. Um 
So whereas, you know, we were Xbox Live has been around forever with gold, but it was only being they only give you the multiplayer. And it wasn't until like the tail end of the 360 era that they finally started to give you games for it. Court court backs you up with the fact checking in the in the chat. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the other thing, too, is, though, like, does it feel like the 360 is closer in history than it actually is? Like this news shouldn't really be. I feel like it shouldn't even really be a thing. That was two console generations ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been giving away 360 games for about 10 years now. That's crazy. Like once Again. A, one a month for 10 years. Like, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of Xbox. Or sorry, it's actually two a month. I corrected myself there because it, it's, oh, it's been two 360 games every single month for 10 years. Like, at that point. That's again, they, insane. They run through the library. 10 years point. of giving games away. Is that is that for real? I'm feeling I mean, very yeah, old here. I, I think it was 2012, 2013, I, if I'm not mistaken. It's games with gold. Holy yeah, crap. We're, we're in 2022 right now, Sean. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. The end is near. So, yeah, we knew that this was inevitable <laughs> at this point. And I'm glad that they gave us early notice, too, because it's not like it's happening, you know, th- this month's yeah, it's know, good. games with gold is the last one. It's October 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think that this is, you know, some news we were going to get at some point. And, yeah, like, hopefully this means they can focus on maybe newer titles, and then speaking about that, we got a question from the audience shot oh. after after many people to- told us not to ask questions because you had <laughs> made an absurd promise about a certain someone <laughs> over here, Sean, that I didn't agree to. I don't but know what I was we're not, doing. We're not, not going to dwell on that. here. Okay. We're not going to dwell on that. Follow we're going to move on. We're going to move to Blaze Eight's question who asks, how would you guys revamp the games with cold reward system model to be more competitive slash noteworthy in the eyes of consumers? And that's the thing, Blaze, that it really just depends on what, and we, I think we had a similar discussion like this before, but it almost depends on what the long-term goal is for games with gold. Because honestly, if the goal eventually is to push everyone into game pass and to hit that, whatever mythical number microsoft is targeting internally to you know switch everyone over to once once game pass reaches a certain threshold they can get rid of you know xbox live gold for multiplayer then what why else would they like what what need is there to juice up this service if the long-term plan is for this service to not exist and to have everyone on game pass so it really just depends because i don't really think they're like, even though they said that they're going to this will allow them to focus on more games, I don't really think they're going to add any more games uh, to games with gold every month. I th- think we're going to get two Xbox one or Series X games every single month, and that'll be that. And I, it just seems like more of an afterthought at this point. It's part of the reason why we don't really talk we about don't it even report too on much it. on the show at this point. So, I mean, as far as if, if I if I think the if I thought the long term goal was for this to be a mainstay, then yes, absolutely. What you would do, what you, what I would want to see them do is have it. So you get two series X titles every month and two, uh, uh, Xbox one titles every month, just like what happened when the Xbox one came out and they switched over to having Xbox one games in games with gold every month. Like I would love to see something like that, but I think the long-term play for them is not to do that, which is why I think the best thing would be for the, this to just slowly fade into the background until eventually they dissolve it with, the multiplayer subscription and just everyone just pays for game pass. But what do you think, Sean? I don't disagree with most of what you said. I'm going to expand a little bit and just jump over to PC actually to say, I'd actually like to see them do something kind of like what the Epic store does, which is like one surprise free game in however, whatever, like I don't even know if I I don't pay enough attention to Epic to know if it's like on a regular cadence or if it's just kind of random, but like, I would like to see them do that more on, on, um, 
on PC and and maybe even on on consoles as well. More of a surprise kind of thing. Like, stay tuned. There's a little gift coming for you if you're if you're subscribed to this, and you can go ahead and go open it. I do think like originally when this program, and I, now that you mentioned PlayStation doing it, I remember. Um, praising them for it because what they were really trying to do back then was change people's behaviors which was instead of buying games in a store to buy games on the digital storefront and so mm-hmm. people were really i think upset back then as far as having to go in and actually go buy or like click on the same stuff they didn't just like add it to your library like the u2 album that itunes did way back in the day <laughs> yep Oh it wasn't God. about actually providing you with a game it was about like getting you behaviorally understanding where to go, where to go get your games, and that this is, like, super convenient. Um, that's what that was all about. And so for PC, I think it would show a little bit of love there, getting people to that storefront, whatever the heck you're, they're even calling that at this point. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think, yeah, just, if not completely obliterating it so they can focus on Game Pass, just updating to the next console, and then, yeah, a little love on, on PC, I think, would make a lot of sense. Yeah, like actually a PC is actually a really good angle, like if they would do that. But I think they can do that without even having to add that to Games with Gold every month. I think they can just give away a PC game. That's what I'm that's kind of what I'm thinking, because because in order to really play on PC, you either have to have like a specific kind of Game Pass, Game Pass for PC or Game Pass Ultimate, which includes um, Xbox Live Gold. So like something like that, you know, last month, how they were giving away. Tell me why. Like, what if they did something like that every month where they just had like a random game? They totally gave out whether it's a first party game or whatever game they, they can license to. And I think that would be a better solution rather than you having yeah, a subscription dedicated to that. totally. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. You don't even have to have necessarily a subscription. Just be on the platform. Cause that really yeah. is what Epic does. You don't have to subscribe to Epic at all. Cause that's why Epic does that. So then they get you into the Epic. It's exactly. The connection. You're not buying it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get you like at least opening the app. And kind of seeing what yeah. else is there, because otherwise people and you're are like, just oh, look at these other games I could buy and look at all these great Alien sales. Isol- they have good sales there, too. Yeah, I got my copy of Alien Isolation for free. And oh, look, yes, I, you know, Romance of the Three Kingdoms seven is on sale for three dollars. I'm, I'm totally opening up Epic right now. It might pop up on screen. We'll see. We'll see what free well, games while you are. do. While you yeah, open there the it Epic goes, let's <laughs> move on. your face. <laughs> let's talk about Game I Pass games. Because guess what, John? There's lots of Game Pass games coming out this this month so buckle in let's read them off um and all the 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 first four games are available today we've got last call bbs on the pc and then three yakuza games returned to the service these were on game pass before got removed and then now they're all back so yakuza zero yakuza kawami and yakuza kawami 2 once again now we have all of the yakuza games back on game pass so they all got relisted. And then on July 7th, we're getting a bunch of stuff, including DJ Max Respect 5, Matchpoint Tennis Championships, and Road 96. And then on July 14th, we're getting Escape Academy, My Friend Peppa Pig, Overwhelm on PC, Paw Patrol, The Movie Adventure City Calls, and Sean's favorite game in the whole wide world, Power Wash Simulator from Square Enix. Right there. Let me tell you what. I might have to games. fire that up, actually. <laughs> might not I, be. I kind of figured that was for you. I might have to. There is something satisfying about Lawnmower Simulator of having the long grass, and it's like, we would like this grass to be specifically six centimeters long, right? And don't overdo your engine. My goodness gracious. You got to take care yeah. of that equipment. Also, I forgot to mention, too, this, this, it wasn't in the article, but on July 19th, we're also getting As Dust Falls. Um, th- I, I was yes. reminded about that because the full game uh, uh, pre-installed for me this morning. So it's like 50 gigs. Same here. Um, yeah. 
but I'm I'm ready for that game. Sean, that is a mistake a for that for this post, which I'm looking at on Twitter over here um, for it to just show what you just listed off and for it to not have this new game is a mistake. Yeah. I think even if I we've already just known wanted about to put it. it in like two week chunks, I think that's why they did it this way, because they only wanted to talk about what's up to, up until the 15th, I think in this one. Yeah. So you're four days out. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. you're you're probably right. But like. It's so this is like the the problem with some of this like rigid rule messaging like just look at I don't know man maybe somebody looks at that spread of all these games and goes like cool that's great I'm not one of those people I don't look at that and go like thank god I have game pass because like that looks amazingly it doesn't that does not I'm sorry that does not there's a lot of smaller titles at this point which is fine one is as dust falls in like which is totally totally like and and, like this is where like you maybe bend the rule if it was we're only talking until the 15th maybe just go like and also four days after this kind of our big deal for july you know that's the one people should be excited about the very first microsoft first party published game this year sean is it really yeah i guess so yeah if you don't count like the dlc for top gun because certainly fantasy critic doesn't yeah, that's not even a real game. That's just, you know, DLC. Whereas, you know, as this falls, it's a What real did Tom game. Cruise ever do to them? You know? Lots of stuff. Apparently. But we got, <laughs> Lots although of stuff. this didn't excite you, Buck at Bucklepuff on Twitter was excited about this because he asked the question, have both of you cleared your schedules for July 14th in order to play my friend Peppa Pig when it drops into Game Pass? I know Court Lalonde also talks big game about my friend Peppa Pig as well, especially for achievements, because I think the achievements are actually really easy in that game, Sean. So if you want, you know, cheap, easy achievements, go play that game. I, I Buck, I'm sorry. I will not be playing it. Even though I like achievements, I've got other stuff to play, especially because like I have, I have to finish the games I'm playing now before, you know, as this focus comes out on the 19th and then live alive and then Xenoblade Chronicles. So you're like, oh, my God, I got 64 other games, Ryan, to get to. I will say because I am kind of being maybe a little hyperbolic about any of this. I don't know anything about respect. What is that called? Respect V? Yeah, respect V. Uh, I don't know anything about Road 96. I don't know anything about Escape Academy. Those look. Like I could I could discover that those are those are interesting games. Um, and that's kind of the, the magic of Game Pass. Sometimes you don't always know what the games are going to be. So and that's kind of that that's kind of all part of it. So I, I actually want to hold out on a couple of those things. But Peppa yeah. Pig is I mean, some of these are just maybe maybe because kids are home for the summer. Maybe that's the point. Yeah, here. I, think, I think some of the, like if, if you were, you know, if you were a father, if you're a parent, Sean, you'd probably if be a I little was more a parent. excited about this. Because, you know, <laughs> if I was a real parent. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, was, I mean, like some of these are kids games. Like I, I could imagine Lincoln probably getting into some of this stuff. We don't have but, any yeah, Peppa Pig, I, but you're right. You're right. It could be it could be a little something, something there. I'm curious yeah, what Donnie Reese thinks about this. A little bit. I mean, that also uh, reminds me of what used to happen where people used to complain all the time when that we'd get the PlayStation one classics on, on PSN and half the time they'd be like a bunch of toy story games or, you know, Hercules on the PlayStation one. And people were like, why are these coming to the store? And they, the reason was Disney put out there like, Oh, families buy all these PlayStation one classics because mm-hmm. they buy, buy them for their kids. So I think it's like some of the same, uh, you know, reasoning here with some of this stuff, but moving on, we got to move on to the games that are leaving game pass on July 15th. So play them now while you still have a chance. And I think some of the better games are actually the ones leaving, John, because uh, we got uh, Atomic Crops, Carrion, which I know you uh, really like pretty last good. year. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Ch- Children of Morta, Chris Tales, which was that RPG that came out uh, last summer that I enjoyed. And then Lethal League Blaze. So play mm. them now 
before they leave Game Pass on the 15th or pick them up now on sale if you want to grab them yeah before they leave. not a devastating list i will and i said this every time we get a new list of games that is kind of underwhelming i wish game pass they do a pretty good job of selling us on game pass but like it's only in the moments when they announce what's coming to game pass we don't get enough of hey this game is on game pass and it's amazing and yeah it's a year old but like i mean gears gears 4 is a good example of this like it's there and it's amazing and what forza games are on there and what other things have been on there for a long time that you're not going to get an announcement anymore i don't know i know some people might go we already know this this isn't news but like they are selling a service so i think that's yeah that could be a little something something maybe it's something we should do we should. We should maybe do that. We get somewhere. a question every once in a while, like, what's the best uh, hidden gem on Game Pass and things like that. So we could do a little. You know, on. I feel like maybe we do like an extra mile on that at some point. Oh, I love it. Nudge, nudge. And I, I already know two very perfect people to ask. Donnie Reese about. is in the chat. And I'd love to. I mean, I, if he wasn't one of those one two, of there you go. That's one. Of he them. shouts out the medium is a great example yeah. of that. That's a good example. But moving on, Sean, we didn't have a Ubisoft forward at all this year, believe it or not. But we finally have one announced. It's coming September 10th. They're going to be announcing all kinds of new stuff at Ubisoft Forward, as well as showing us looks at games that are currently in development. But we also learned on July 7th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that's tomorrow, Sean. We're getting a in-depth look at Skull and Bones, that game that we all thought was canceled, the pirate like Assassin's Creed-like game that uh, we thought was canceled, but is actually coming, apparently coming out at some point. We've been hearing that it might actually come out this year. It might not, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see more, even though I don't care about pirates because I like the ship combat in the Assassin's Creed games, especially Odyssey. I really enjoyed that. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see more of what this game has to offer, even though, again, the pirate motif is a little bit of a turnoff for me. Yeah. But Sean, what do you think about both Ubisoft forward happening, but also the Skull and Bones thing? Are you excited to, to watch this? I, this might be an unpopular opinion, especially the way people talk about Ubisoft these days, but I have maintained for many, many years that Ubisoft is top tier publishing quality man these games that have come out of these studios are excellent everything from the division all the way through assassin's creed through like at least watchdogs 2 anyways um lots of really good stuff so i'm actually excited for maybe even like a return to greatness for ubisoft because it it hasn't been a phenomenal couple of years for for this publisher both as far as like people's perception of them when other open world games come around we have this weird comparison always to ubisoft and it always seems to be um defaming them to some to some extent so yeah i'm excited to see what they've been what they've got up their sleeves here i'm a little worried that maybe this has been in development hell and they're just trying to get it out so who knows about that but only time will tell ryan i will um are, are, are we pirates? Is it definitely a pirate game or are we just on boats? It's called Skull and Bones and it's a ship combat game. It's a it's pirates, Sean. OK, well, then pirates. then my then my my excitement can only go so high. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Captain Logan, who's in the chat. I heard freaking <laughs> see the use expert in the chat here with us. He says Ubisoft yeah. wants to make an Assassin's Creed live service style game. Also, Ubisoft shutting down people's multiplayer services. I, I think Assassin's Creed as a live service game sounds awesome. Like, I'll just yeah. I'll, I'll re-say that I will. I think that's exactly where that that series and probably Far Cry, too, will end up yeah. going. Although Captain Logan, what he's insinuating is they all there was a story this week about um, they're shutting down a lot of their their Xbox 360 online services, because, yes, I, I, I had mentioned this during um, the 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 roundabout, Sean, that you could still play Assassin's Creed 2 online or Assassin's Creed 2 online or sorry, Brotherhood. That was the online one. 
And uh, I remember finding a game with like three people and playing it. But it was like it was so hard to find a game that it's just like, yeah, you're not going to. I, I don't like they're shutting it off because someone's playing. It. Exactly. I don't like telling people what they're allowed or not allowed to get upset about or anything like that. But like, come on, man. <laughs> like, it's 360. Yeah. Like, it's not even that's not even newsworthy. Come on, dude. Yeah. There were a couple exceptions, I think, from Xbox One. But for the most part, it was their 360 games where they kept them all on this whole time yeah so. donnie says valhalla is a live service game he's been playing it for three years now so exactly like the writing is on the wall so there you go yeah well it's time to talk about jrpgs sean it's time for the ryan turford show with these good thing we save time for this okay yeah go ahead well we got 10 minutes i'm gonna run through them pretty quickly but i'll tell you what i think so we got star ocean the divine force arriving on xbox series x and s and xbox one on october 27th this is a, a sci-fi jrpg set in like a far distant future and there there's planetary exploration in here. It's, it, it's kind of like the, the Japanese take on, you know, something like mass effect or like a space opera of some kind. Um, I've liked the, the star ocean games in the past, but they've been kind of hit or miss. And this one from the, with the first trailer that we saw for it looked really bad, but this new trailer that they showed this week, Sean actually looks pretty good. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Um, but it's also cool. Notable too. Cause this is the first time that this, series is coming back to xbox since 360 because the only other star ocean game we got on xbox was star ocean the last hope which was an a timed exclusive for xbox 360 so i'm so glad that the series is coming back it's just more square enix games this fall um and one i was not expecting so october 27th same day as call of duty though so i think it might get drowned out a little i'm bit. so excited uh, about call of duty yeah moving on speaking of square enix the deal fold chronicle arrives on xbox series x and s and xbox one on september 22nd i also was not expecting this one because this was announced during the sony state of play and it sounded like it was only coming to playstation but apparently it's coming to xbox and switch this was the like real-time strategy game that when your units run up to the enemies they then engage in turn-based battles so similar to something like tactics ogre from from square enix nice um there's also a collector's edition of this that comes with a board game of some kind that you can play which is just weird to me, but uh, game looks pretty cool too. And I'm excited to play this one on September 22nd on Xbox. So it might get drowned out because again, September is pretty busy, but lots of Square Enix games this fall. And then finally, Sean, I put this one in big, bold capital letters specifically as well. I'm glad I did because Donnie Reese is in the chat. It's official. Lollipop Chainsaw is getting a full remake and will release in 2023. Oh my God, John, I am so, so excited about this. I love the original Lollipop Chainsaw. We talked about that a few weeks ago when they made the announcement that the series was coming back in some way. Um, But doing a full remake of this game sounds really awesome. Again, the original game, for those that aren't familiar with it, was a game made by Suda51. And it was kind of his take on a, a movie like Return of the Living Dead, which is like a kind of like a goofy zombie movie where the zombies talk and it's very like 80s inspired and stuff. Um, and you can just go around and mow down zombies with chainsaws and it's just a really goofy and funny game. And I just really have a soft spot for the original game. So I'm so glad it's getting a full remake and people are going to finally be able to play it. And I'm, I'm stoked for this one. I can't wait to play this game next year at some point. Whereas this means anything Sean's is possible. No, this means anything is possible. If Lollipop Chainsaw is getting a remaster, remake, whatever, then people can ask for anything at this point, Ryan. That's true. Well, I also felt the same way when um, in PlayStation land, we got the the Valkyrie Elysium release date and they're bringing back uh, Valkyrie profiles, PSP version. So I'm like, man, if that happens, because I thought that series <laughs> if that happens, dead. then Lollipop Chainsaw if, can happen. 
the lollipop chainsaw can happen, but it also means it opens the door for Parasite Eve to happen one day. Oh, let's go. Yes. I, I would love that. But anyways, let's, let's let some of our friends into the car with us. It is time for the carpool. We're going to start with TPR, who has a question for me specifically. But Sean, feel free to chime in if you'd like to. We'll see. Uh, TPR asks, Ryan alluded to himself owning a digital only PlayStation 5 on last episode. With Ryan as into game collecting as he is, it really surprised me when he said this. What made you steer towards the digital model of the PC PS5? So the thing is, I don't think I've talked about this on, on previous episodes before. As far as modern game collecting, I only collect physical editions of Switch games. Um, the only PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox One physical games I ever had were sent to us for press reasons. So I when it, before we were getting codes, you know, sometimes I would get a copy of Injustice 2 in the mail or something like that. So I have physical copies of those. But that's it. So and the main reason for that being you have to install everything from the disc anyways. So I don't really see a reason to keep the disc or, or why why I'd want to collect them physically, um, especially, too, because I, I live in a cramped apartment. So I only have so much shelf space yeah. and I'd rather devote it to more retro stuff. The main reason, though, as you can probably tell, I have a bit, pretty big switch collection. The reason I collect switch games physically, though, is because for most games, especially first party Nintendo games, you just play them right off the cartridge and most of them don't even have updates. Yeah. Um, so at that point, it makes it, it, it's perfectly reasonable to have cartridges for those or collect those because there's a there's a benefit to playing off the cartridge on Switch. Whereas, you know, Xbox or PlayStation, it, I don't really feel that way. So that's why I opted for the, the digital uh, PS5, uh, not on top of the fact that um, that was just all that was available at the time I was really looking for a PlayStation 5. So it just made perfect sense for me to go in that direction. Well, and cheaper, like, you know, like it's actually pretty significantly yeah. less expensive. So there's that angle as well. Um, Ryan, you just laid out every single bullet point that um, I've been screaming about for the last two E3 predictions. Why do we not have a digital Series X? Why are we paying $4.99? I know the Series S is a big deal, but like, man, that would be really nice to have whatever, 50 bucks, 75 even $100 off of a Series X power type of console because I don't have any... I don't have any any discs for Series X and very, very few for one or one X or whatever. There's only like a couple like I, I don't know, would my fear disc that was also one of the sixty-four games? Could I play yeah. fear if I put the disc yeah, you in? Can. Yeah. It would only works. I have it. So like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I would I would much prefer a very similar setup to basically what I just did for my mother-in-law's laptop, which is her laptop doesn't have an optical drive, but I've got uh external thing that I can plug in whenever I need to. That would be great because that's all like, it's just a, it's more of a fringe case or like, it's just a edge edge case scenario. Um, I don't need that disc drive in there all the time. Yeah. Whereas I, I'm definitely the type of user that needs a disc drive, but to me it doesn't matter. And in fact, since I had to buy the Xbox with a disc drive anyways, that's that that made it even easier to pick the digital version of PlayStation five, because I, I, as I mentioned, I like to watch a lot of Blu-rays and I don't really like having a dedicated Blu-ray player. I'd rather just, you know, watch on my, one of my consoles. Yeah. So that's usually what I use my series X for. for Yeah. Well, just the fact that like game pass is such a thing. It's so digitally um, established. Um, Who is it? Blah, blah, blah. In the chat said he was still mad that uh, he bought Mario golf super rush digitally because he couldn't trade it in. And I agree. I'm Mm. in the exact same boat, but for Xbox trading in games is not a thing because I don't buy games to trade in. All my games are on game pass or, or whatever. Like everything is digital. So, yes, this is my I am once again asking for a Series X digital edition. 
please. One day, Sean, when the chip shortage ends, I think I think we would we'll probably see that. In fact, I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if we would have seen that already if it wasn't for the chip shortage. Yeah. At some point. But anyways, last question of the week comes to us from Todd Oxtra at Toxtra, who asked the question, what third party slash indie developers would you pick to bring remasters or remakes or a sequel to ignored Xbox, Bethesda and Activision Ooh. IPs? That's a good question. I, I, I unfortunately I looked at this right before the show started, so I didn't even have a chance to think about this one. Um, that's a good question. I think as far as internal ones, I've talked about it before. After playing Psychonauts two, I wasn't confident about the idea of you know a studio like Double Fine doing something like Banjo. But after playing Psychonauts two, I really felt like that studio could probably make actually a really good Banjo game. Yeah. So that's one that or I've talked conquer. about on the show before. And I think that would be good. Or um, the folks that did um, Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. Like, I would love Platonic. to see them. They're, yeah, Platonic. I would love to see their take on, like, maybe what if they, what if we had, like, a 2D platforming Psychonauts game. Nice. In the vein of something like, you know, the Impossible, Impossible Lair. Lair. I think stuff like that would be really cool. Nice, man. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, we cool. talked to, I can't remember, was it last week or the week before, um, Todd Howard discussing his plans for Fallout 5 will be after Elder Scrolls 6. Like, goodness gracious, um, this might be a preemptive ignored franchise, but give in exile fallout and let them do like a traditional follow one follow two style or even a remake i think would be excellent on that front um man and as far as like outside yacht club comes to mind as well i feel like um yeah man donnie reese is so good at podcasting he would t- he would totally crush this question i think yeah uh, but i yeah, give yacht club like anything studio, another studio that'd be good for that is something like someone like way forward I think they make really good 2D games or or even indie crates. I think they could do like something really interesting with, you know, one of the old rare IPs. Like what if we got like a perfect dark um, 2D game to kind of hype up the 3D game, mm-hmm. that's the, the new bigger perfect dark game coming in a few years. Like I think stuff like that, exploring the space a little bit would be really interesting with some of these IPs and not giving this like like thinking outside of the box with some of that stuff would be really cool um but even someone like annapurna like one of the annapurna studios doing like a like a story-based version of like something like fable or something like that doing like a fable stories or something like tales from the borderlands but it's fable instead like i think those are some ideas that you can throw out there but anyway sean we gotta get going before we go sean plugs go (laughs) so abrupt it's at the end uh you can find me on twitter and on twitch uh sean like connor capri like the pants and buy our merch i got this sweet merch it feels good against my skin and it'll feel good against your skin so uh links are in the show notes my friend that's it that's it for me very nice my friend as for me you can find me on twitter at ryan turford you can also find me on the youtube channel tomorrow night you know making good on a little bet i made with sean capri I will be playing Farming Simulator 22 tomorrow night after the PlayStation Drive. So come back and watch tomorrow as I suffer for 10 Watch you love it. I can't wait for you to just discover something. Your inner farmer, Ryan Turford. I hope you have a hat or something. Get like a big piece of straw hanging out of your mouth. Get your well, then I wouldn't be able to wear my headphones, so that's the trade-off, I guess. But also, you can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming, on YouTube at youtube.com slash carpoolgaming, and on podcast services around the globe. So, for Sean Capri, I am Ryan Turford. This has been episode 248 of the Xbox Drive, and we out. Bye. We gotta go. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 90 patrons who support us each and every month. 
With a special thanks to our ultimate producers, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels. You can subscribe to that amazing channel at youtube.com slash quest for pixels with the number four. Dallas Ford, Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown, who has a new album called In My Element on Spotify and Apple Music. Download it right now. Drew Agnew, the handsome host of the House of Mario podcast. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Skinny Matt, who's hosting Carpool Gaming Community Game Night, so follow him at twitch.tv slash K. And all the links are in the show notes, so please support these amazing and especially ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Dano, Marcus McCracken, Mostly Martinez, Becky Rubin Navarro, and Robbie Bobby Miller, and RJ Kern. And our gold members, Anna, Argo, Ashley Nicholson, Cecily Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, Tom Danks, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots with a special acknowledgement to Tony Baker and Skinny Matt, now at that ultimate level. And welcome, John32, our newest patron. If you'd like to support the Xbox Drive, go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that is right for you.